Hello, I'm Davis Nordell, a Senior Technology Analyst at RSMUS LLP. We are proud to be sponsoring this podcast in collaboration with the Puget Sound Business Journal. At RSM, our purpose is to deliver the power of being understood to our clients, colleagues, and communities through world-class audit, tax, and consulting services focused on middle market companies. The business world is evolving rapidly. In this fast-paced environment, RSM understands that you need an advisor who thinks ahead and rapidly responds to the changing needs of your business. At RSM, we build strong relationships by being committed to understanding our clients' industries and embracing what matters most to our clients. Welcome to this Business Journal podcast. Today I'm here with Dorothy Lee, the Chief Technology Officer at Convoy, a tech company that connects freight shippers and carriers. Lee joined the company in June, and co-founder and then-CTO Grant Gadale took a new role managing Convoy's carrier marketplace. Prior to Convoy, Lee spent 23 years at Amazon, where she worked closely with Convoy co-founder and CEO Dan Lewis. Lee is now in charge of the tech at a company that had a reported value of about $2.7 billion in 2019. Dorothy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, so congrats on the new role again. I guess I'll start with my first question, which is, uh, what's been your biggest challenge in your new role so far? Well, uh, my biggest challenge right now is really uh, making sure that Convoy, uh, in support of our growth, has continued to hire the best engineers and, and um, data scientists and keeping up with our growth. Mm-hmm. What and are your challenging in this mm-hmm. environment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, what are uh, um, in terms of hiring? I mean, wh- where does Convoy look when it comes to talent? I mean, what what sort of um, how do you? I guess how does Convoy approach talent acquisition? Right. Um, you know, one of my theses of joining Convoy was that I was so excited about what Convoy is building. I thought of Convoy, there's no reason why Convoy is not a world-class technology brand. And so I was excited about coming and helping Dan and, um, and everyone build out Convoy's, um, you know, technology. Not just, we, we already have a great team, but also building out its brand and, and making sure that we can attract the best talent. And um, it's in this environment, we've heard of this of the great resignation and challenges the pandemic. And I'm actually very encouraged by the results in just these last two or three months. Um, we're actually, in fact, seeing a very healthy flow of candidates and um, our acceptance rate has actually gone up. And when I dive into this, we actually have sort of chopped up to be a few reasons, and one of them is the fact that more folks, I mean, the same reason why I joined Convoy two months ago, there are more people like me who want to make a difference, and they see how logistics is such a backbone, is so important in our lives, and, 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 and climate change and um, Convoy's mission just resonates um, with folks, especially around now. So, um you know, I talked about attracting talent. It, I think it's a challenge for most companies these days, and I think these last two months I've been very encouraged by the progress we're making. Definitely. How have you adjusted to working for a juggernaut like Amazon to, 
to working at Convoy, which, you know, it is a big late-stage startup, but it's still pretty nascent compared to something like Amazon. I mean, how has that adjustment yeah. been? Yeah. My my friends constantly ask me this, and I'm loving it. Part of this, I joined Amazon, you know, you, earlier you talked about it. I joined Amazon 23 years ago. Amazon was um, not that much bigger than, than Convoy. In fact, back then, the product engineering team was um, – smaller than what Convoy is now. Um, and so I spent the very first part of my career at Amazon <laughs> in almost a startup environment. So it's actually maybe one of the reasons that tracked into Convoy. I also kind of long going back to that period where um, you have a disproportionate amount of impact that you can make mm-hmm. to the company. So I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Has there been any differences in terms of um, – Kind of your normal work. I mean, obviously the, the job is different, but um, in terms of uh, how you adjust to working at a smaller place like Convoy, um, where you, like you said, there's much more of an impact. I mean, what adjustments have you had to make? Um, I would say, first of all, I'm kind of delightedly surprised by how much infrastructure Convoy builds in terms of helping folks onboard. We have some of the most, you know, in, the, some of the smoothest onboarding tools and experience I've. I've had, um, and um, last week I was, in fact, in one of our customer immersion program where I was able to shadow a few ops people on call and reminded me of, you know, when I first joined Amazon, we were also shadowing some customer service on call. So mm-hmm. many ways, it hasn't been a big adjustment. I mean, uh, maybe one of the things that I did um, adjust um, kind of positively is, um, how you know decision making process here is, and, and the it, 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 there's a much um, I guess tighter loop between mm-hmm. um, leadership and the decision making process, just just byproduct being a smaller company. Yeah, um, and you know in terms of what Grant is doing now and what you're doing, and how are you guys interacting, and, and what sort of um, what that sort of uh, dynamic been like? Yeah, uh, well, Grant is doing a very different and strategically important role for the company, which, re- which is really um, looking and and you know looking after the experience of carriers and drivers. Mm-hmm. And you may have heard Dan talk about in the past, you know, companies um, like Uber didn't take as much of that driver experience into consideration. We want to get ahead of that. When we talk about okay. Convoy you know, contributing to sustainability, we also think about sustainability of trucking as a profession. So Grant's really being, you know, in touch with our, you know, carriers, really making sure that he's advocating for them. Mm-hmm. So if I see Grant driving a t- truck down the road, I know that he's uh, doing research on, on kind of what that's like. <laughs> that's right. Um, you talked a little bit about um, some of the technology and it's just kind of uh, the infrastructure there. Um, what, what sort of... Uh, the future of Convoy's technology? I mean, what sort of stuff are you working on? Um, Convoy, um, as you know, you know, use a lot of machine learning and a lot mm-hmm. of um, data. I think we're going to move more and more towards real-time data visibility. You see those trailers. They're smart trailers. So there's a lot of data in those trailers that, um, that we analyze, and we can offer much better transparency for our own customers as well. So real-time data analysis and predictability of where we need to, you know, where we need 
to optimize these trailers. So that's an area that I'm excited about. The other area that's actually I'm super excited about is also in the operations side when you think about, you know, automating um, and helping our operations team be much more efficient, ultimately be much more better, more excellent even at, you know, servicing our customers. There's so much opportunity there. Imagine you can have a, you know, Alexa, a Google Assistant-like um, uh, uh, feature where we're automatically, you know, when we need to get in touch with the shipper and that assistant is actually doing the dialing and no need for the operator to be looking up, oh, what is the number to call and, and, and doing some of these undifferentiated um, heavy lifting for operations mm -hmm. folks. Gotcha. Uh, you and I spoke about this in the past, but, but for our listeners, I guess let's just rehash this a little bit. Um, uh, how did your time at Amazon influence uh, your approach here at Convoy and, and what you're up to now? Um, that's a good question. I think my time at Amazon, because I've had a chance to work on both retail, consumer, as well as the AWS side of things, gave me some interesting parallel into Convoy. So um, my first job at Amazon was, in fact, building customer service applications for mm -hmm. Amazon. So it gave me some insight into the operations side of, the, uh, of, the, of, of Amazon, which Convoy also has part of that. And then the AWS side of my job gave me some insight into enterprise sales um, as well as um, kind of you know go to market motion and then also the the API uh, automation with um, developers there's a parallel to that in the shipping world as mm -hmm. well so it's come with almost all these different parts of my experience at Amazon coming into one mm, definitely what's a, so what's a typical day like for you at convoy now <laughs> I sometimes drive into work, like today, mm -hmm, after dropping yeah. off the kids. Um, then I uh, meet with teams, so I do uh, a combination of deep dives into certain areas, okay. as well as one-on-ones. And um, in fact, for example, Monday, we're having an upside to just think about um, you know, questions that we may not ask on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. and how do we get teams to work better together? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the rest of your day, I mean, how are you sort of structuring that? Um, I um, still am in learning a lot, so I still try to, um, you know, I, I mentioned that I was in mean, a customer immersion program, so um, I will also um, try to shadow our sales folks to listening on their calls um, and talking to customers is indispensable part of, I think, really getting close for, for anyone, you know, on engineer side or on product side. So I'll spend a little you know, part of my time there and then, you know, part of my time working with the, uh, our you know, executive leads team figuring out strategy for next year where, um, and, but, yeah, so a number gotcha. of different things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what's I mean, you've it sounds like you've kind of shadowed some of these customer calls. I mean, what's maybe the biggest takeaway that you've gotten from those? Um, our ops people are heroes, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a lot of these 
drivers were, you know, they spoke Spanish. And so mm-hmm. when we talk about tracking these millions of customers, many of them are immigrants. I really feel proud to Spokane, which have paid a you know, part in, um, I would say, maybe giving a, a level playing field for mm-hmm. these truckers who previously sort of needed to know someone in the traditional broker business, right, to get business. Sure. Um, that's one that jumped out. And the other thing is I talked to a customer at Unilever. She loves our um, flexible dropship program. So mm. Envoy has this the capability to allow, to almost have elastic capacity, which is so needed in this environment, right? You hear about, sure. um, you hear about demand outstripping supply. You hear about ports being backed up. And so having capacity, having elastic capacity is um, so valued by shippers. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to uh, interact with your coworkers yet? I mean, have you gotten to know people? Yeah, I have. In fact, we were just at an offset yesterday. Um, we got to, you know, we, we, got, we got to meet in person. Um, oh. So, yeah, I have. We've actually done some in-person meetings, and I've done some in-person one-on-ones, and, of course, virtual as well. Where was I have. Where was it? Yeah. It, 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 I was actually in the new building. Oh, cool, cool, awesome. Gotcha. And then the last thing we wanted to ask was something kind of fun. Um, what is one thing your employees probably don't know about you? Ah. Um, one thing my employee doesn't know about me is that um, – when I was in high school, I was um, on my high school English competition. So I went to high school in China. And mm-hmm. in my senior year, I was one of the finalists for an English um, speech competition. And Jack Ma, who now is the founder of Alibaba, mm-hmm. was actually on the one of the judges. No way. He was an English teacher back then. Wait, he was an English teacher? He was an English teacher um, before he went and founded Alibaba, and he and I are from the same city. I I didn't know that at all. That's incredible. (laughs) So that's an interesting tidbit. Well, yeah, that's that's interesting. You, You knew him before he got super famous, I guess. That's right. I well, that's interesting. I'll have to ask him about that if he ever joins the show. <laughs> Dorothy, thank you so much for joining us today. This was really great. Thank you, Rick.